Welcome back to Racing Pulse. Great to have your company on this Friday. Don't forget, Mick Sharkey will be joining me after nine o'clock. We'll look back on yesterday's Australia Day meeting and we'll preview the big Australia Stakes meeting at Mooney Valley where Mike Moroney has a great hand, a number of runners and hopefully a number of winners. And he joins us this morning. How are you, Mike? Yeah, uh, pretty wet here in New Zealand at the moment. Oh, you over there obviously for the sales. Is it? Is the rain yeah, coming yeah, down? That's yeah, no good. Yeah. Have you got any runners while you're over there? Uh, yeah, well, we had a couple of patients yesterday. I had a second a couple of birds um, at Hastings, and we've got runners while I'm here. Um, yeah, a mixture of runners. So. Well, you'll be glued to the TV while you're over there tomorrow for Mooney Valley, especially the Australia Stakes. And um, just like Jigsaw, you've got Snapper absolutely flying at the moment. We know he's a, a track specialist around Mooney Valley. Do you see him sitting outside Jigsaw? Is that how you think the map will pan out? Or would you like to press forward and Look, try and take really, the lead? It, it really depends on how quick we jump away. Um, like, if he jumps uh, with them, he's got, then he's got blistering speed from there. Like, he's even led when he's missed it a couple of points. So um, he has got a lot of speed and... Um, He's one that loves finding the rail, so you know, that will be our first thing to do, if we can, um, see how it works out. Is he a better horse when he finds the rail and leads, do you think? I think he is. Um, he, that was always his best um, when we were racing around corners, because uh, he could just get around those corners and get balance and get going pretty quick. Um, and he could use that. In fact, he was one that loved hugging the rail. Uh, so, you know, for that reason, we've always rode him that way. But, um, look, he's, he's come up the straight without rails anywhere and gone straight and done it right. So, um, you know, he's, he's certainly a more mature horse, um, racing matters-wise, and all around now. Is he going in career-best form at the moment? His last win down the straight in the Standish was really good. Yeah, I think he is. He's just taken on now. He always was a... We gelded him quite late. He was a pretty cheeky colt. Um, he sort of just got through the system a little bit, but stayed a colt for a bit longer than normal. Um, just because he was stakes place to a two-year-old. He's always a good looker uh, with, with, a, with a really good pedigree, eight, the eight carat family. And uh, for that reason, we kept him a colt, and he got away on us a little bit. But by the time we gelded him, he did take a while to sort himself out. And it was just down to doing that, and he has now. Um, and he always, always was very talented, so... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a believer there's a lot of saboturing sprinters as well as stayers, and um, I've had a few over my, over my time uh, that really have improved at a side as I've got older as sprinters. You've thrown him in the deep end at the Valley before at Group 1 level. This looks a, a really winnable Group 2 for him. Have you got bigger plans ahead of him this autumn? Well, he's qualified for the new market because he won the, the, the qualifying race, so we'd like to think we could head there. Um, it looks like it's going to be a pretty strong new market as per normal, um, and we'll probably have uh, both both him and Rock and Horse in it. Mm. Uh, the stage that would be where we were going to hit with them. Just on Rock and Horse, is is the plan still to maybe uh, take her to Royal Ascot? Uh, look, we just I was talking with Sam yesterday. Um, he's thrown around the pros and cons of it, and, and I suppose that. At this stage, everything's open because we just want to see if she can come back to the right form. Being an older me, you never know. Um, she had a jump out this morning, actually, um, at Fleming in the first one, and she went well and looks looks the best we've ever seen her look. So I'm pretty confident she will stay at her best, and if that's the case, we'll 
she's in the right form. Um, there's, you know, there's good reasons she may go. Um, I know they're, they're throwing around the pros and cons of it now. And as I said to Sam, he doesn't have to make his mind up now because we've got a program in place and that will fit around her going there if, you know, as well, if um, that be the case. Mm. Uh, race one tomorrow, you've got two stayers, interesting stayers. They've met quite a few times before. Uh, sound and Swords Drawn. Uh, I know last time we spoke about Swords Drawn, you said he's just about ready. He looked like he was going to win at the 200. Is he 100%? Ready to roll now at his peak for tomorrow's race over twenty five hundred. Yeah, we think he has. Um, look, he, I think this is as far as he wants to go himself. Um, he's got a little bit of form at a mile and a half, uh, but he's been tried at two miles a couple of times, and and look, his form is not bad. Um, but you know, I would say this would be the top towards the top of his range. Um, and look, he, he seems fit and well, and as well as we can get him at the stage. Sounds just a warrior, isn't he, for the stable? So, um, look, his work, on, have... his work on Tuesday before I came here was the best I've ever seen him work. He's really just flying the old bloke, yeah, just loving it. And um, so, are you leaning to him? Really, really can't fault him. I don't think there's much in it at all. Um, I think with him drawing a gate and he'll be able to use it a bit, um, that puts him in a, in a better position. And he loves the valley, he's proven around the valley, he ticks every box. So, for that reason, I'm leaning towards him more uh, only because of that he ticks every box, basically. Well, he's the, the value runner of the two then in race one because he's a, a 6.50 chance swords drawn's the $2.80 favourite. Uh, you've also got no secret going around in, in race number three, who's racing consistently. Yeah, been disappointing, Michael, because she came with, um, I don't know if people saw her wins in New Zealand, but they were, they were wins of a good horse. Uh, just buried them from back. Uh, couldn't win and got up and, and won well. Um, been disappointed since we've had her. Um, so... We put the blinkers on and we're hoping, uh, look, the work's been very sharp with the bomb. Uh, so we're hoping that'll bring her back to a real form because I think in a real form, um, which she hasn't shown a glimpse of it to me, um, since she's been with us. So hopefully we can turn that round. Um, cause I know she's got it there. Is that just a, a settling in issue, do you think? Well, she's had a little, she had a prep early, um, and we didn't get the, the races. We trialed her once. I wasn't happy with her, so I put her in the paddock. And then brought it back. So this is really a second time around, and I find that that's when they're at their best. And she's she's disappointed, and she looks well. Um, so she's one that sort of we scratch her heads about. We tried a few different things, and now to blinkers. And that's I will say it has really improved the work. So you've got an interesting debutante tonight at Cranbourne Unleash. What can you tell us about Unleash? Yeah, look, trial very well. Um, work hasn't been as sharp as the trials. I said to the owners on the report that if she runs up to a trial, she'd be very hard to beat. Um, but her work's just been pretty casual. Um, I wouldn't say we've she's jumped out and said, "Well, you know, I've, I've kept improving." So, but gorgeous filly, um, really. You'll see the other night, great type. Um, but it's a bit of size and scope for a for a capitalist. Um, Throwing lots of the Don Eduardo, uh, but a, a bit more muscle than Don Eduardo's have. So, had so um, yeah, interesting filly, one we've always liked. And um, she's finally going to get to the races and being like so, so maturing capitalist, which is, you know, most of them are two year old runners, but this filly wasn't. And uh, when we bought her, we knew that. So, um, but no, it's just nice to get to the races. We've got her there in time to say that if she's good enough, there's, there's oaks and that around for her. Um, so, let's see how we go. It's a nice starting point. Speaking of nice horses, how's uh, Alan Kerr um, settled in? 
going to have a jump out um, probably next Friday all going well. He's settled in well. If it's not, you know, he, he's... Um, yeah, look, he's a lovely horse. He, he's um, a little quirky. Um, but in saying that, they're used to following... They're used to having pacemakers, those good horses, to follow around. So we've done that for him. He, he's one that sort of wanted a mate. Um, so, but I'm, I'm sure he'll get used to our way of it. And, and um, we've just sort of worked around him. And um, he seems really good. But um, he's going to have a couple of jump outs at least before we head to our, our first run. And um, But no, he's really pleased us at the stage. Uh, is it the All-Star Mile Australian Cup campaign? Will he be ready for those? Probably All-Star Mile and then Queen Elizabeth would be my first thoughts. Yep. Uh, they're probably more than like the two races uh, that he'll, um, that he'll uh, run on. And then we'll make a decision about whether we keep going to Queensland for the Zuma Cup and those races or we pull up some and just wait for the spring. Uh, but, look, he, he looks, a, looks a lovely horse and he... Um, yeah, just a nice balanced horse. Not not overly big, but um, big enough, and it's got everything in the right place. He's a very nice horse. Look forward to seeing him this autumn carnival, and good luck tomorrow, especially with Snapper Mike. Okay, thanks very much. Mike Moroney joining us there live from New Zealand. Of course, the cracker sale's not far away.